Hello and welcome to episode 176 of the LDS session with me, your host, Matthew Roberts. We are going to carry on with our Come Follow Me study for the week, November 18th to November 24th, found in the Epistle of James. Uh, we're looking at the section today, which is entitled Faith Requires Action, which is a very short title. It's one of the shortest, I think, that I've come across so far in doing this study uh, with you all. Uh, but there is a lot of material with it. James chapter 1, verses 3 to 8, and verses 21 to 25. James chapter 2, verses 14 to 26, and James chapter 4, verse 17. I know that I'm not going to get through everything in one study session, so I'm going to start now uh, and get straight into it and see where we get to. Right, the very first very first sentence in, this, uh, in the actual manual uh, says, How do you know if you have faith in Jesus Christ? which I think is a really fascinating question. We talk about it being the very first principle of the gospel, faith um, in Jesus Christ. We talk about how it's the lifeblood, really, of a person's testimony and of a person's choices. However, how do we know if we have faith in Jesus Christ? I know that when I was kind of 12, 13 years old, I thought I had faith in Christ. That faith developed over my middle teenage years as I then read the Book of Mormon for myself and prayed about it, and that faith grew further. I then thought I had faith in Jesus Christ, and then I went on my mission, and I went through kind of life experience, uh, you know, getting prepared for my mission, and, you know, I, I, I started to really sense that atonement and just the, the majesty and the power and the love that my Saviour had for me as I went through my mission and those experiences, and I thought then... I had faith in Jesus Christ. I then got home and I got married and we went through marital life, early marriage years, and we worked together to establish a home and started to bring children into this world. And that has brought with it experiences and ups and very, very high ups and very, very down lows. And uh, I've experienced my saviour more and even more. Uh, and now I think I have faith in Christ. But I know as well that, you know, that my, my life is not over yet, hopefully. Uh, you know, I, I'm still very young uh, and I hope to live many, many more years. And I am certain that my faith in Christ now is, you know, I think I've come to a point now where I realise that I have faith in Christ, but I also know that I don't have complete faith yet. That faith will grow further, I'm sure, throughout my years on this earth. And so therefore, I don't have perfect faith yet. If it was perfect, then... Well, well, that, well, we'll talk about in this in this study session what that would mean if I had perfect faith, because if I had perfect faith, then my works would be perfect, and they are really linked. And I think that many people who uh, are not members of this church who are Christian have a misunderstanding about our belief in faith and works. They look to our the ordinances that we do. They look to kind of the importance we place on baptism, receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, holding the priesthood, going to the temple, you know, and, and living certain commandments such as living the law of tithing, living the law of chastity, living the word of wisdom and other things. And they kind of use these as evidences to say that, well, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, their faith is based on works, not faith, faith itself. However, I think that that is a misunderstanding. I think that, and as we go through the, the materials over the next day or so, uh, it's clear that this faith is linked with works so inseparably that really they are together. That as we develop our faith, truly develop our faith, our works will develop and we can see from our works how strong our faith is. And we can know if we have faith in Jesus Christ by the works that we do. 
if our works are not um you know where they should be if we're not doing the things if we're not striving to try and be like our savior then do we really have complete faith in him and his gospel uh, i think that that is an interesting question that it throws right at us at the start of that first section i'm going to go now to james chapter 1 verses 5 to 6 which i think is an obvious place to go when we go to the to the uh, um the book of james in in our church obviously we know it very famously as the verses that uh, joseph smith read which then led him to ponder on his kind of standing before the Lord and how he would go and find an answer to his question of which church to join. Um, and that's an interesting question as well. I'll come to that in a minute. He, it says in James 1 verses 5 to 6, as if, as if I need to read it, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. I think that Joseph Smith's question is interesting. He doesn't ask which church is true. He asks, or he wants to know, which church should I join? His faith was predicated on the fact that he was going to do something. He was going to act. And he went about it. He didn't just want to ask. He, 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 as we read, he, he attended and discussed religion with many different pastors and ministers. He searched. He read the scriptures and then he went to go pray. He was doing things to try and, you know, develop that faith. In April 2008, in a talk, a great talk called Ask in Faith, David A. Bednar of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles said this, quote, Please notice the requirement to ask in faith, which I understand to mean the necessity to not only express to do, the dual obligation to both plead and to perform, the requirement to communicate and to act. He then goes on and talks a bit more about Joseph Smith's experience. And then he says this, quote, Joseph's questions focused not on what he needed to know, but what also on what he, sorry, but also on what must, was to be done. His prayer was not simply which church is right. His question was which church should I join? Joseph went to the grove to ask in faith and he was determined to act. True faith is focused in and on the Lord Jesus Christ and always leads to righteous action. The prophet Joseph Smith taught that faith is the first principle in revealed religion and the foundation of all righteousness, and that it is also the principle of action in all intelligent beings. Action alone is not faith in the Saviour, but acting in accordance with correct principles is a central component of faith. Thus, faith without works is dead. Close quote. Something that Elder Bednar says there is really important. Action alone is not faith. We do not believe that works are the things that save us. But we also believe that faith alone does not save us. Because faith alone, actually, I don't think is faith. It's someone that believes that perhaps they have faith, but actually, if they're not doing things to try and be more like the Saviour, to live the life that he did, then they don't have faith yet. They don't really have that trust in him. Because if they had trust in him, they would believe that he is what we should be moving toward we should be trying to be close to the savior in our actions and in our deeds uh, and so i think that's an important point and i think that's an important lesson for members of the church because i think that often we focus on checklists and tick lists and things to do and we do and i know in, in our state there was a big focus on the next ordinance for an individual and family and that is a very valuable tool it's a very good approach with individuals because they can then have a goal to work towards but it's not saying that that is you know the important part of their faith or at least it shouldn't be but i think that sometimes we get we fall into that trap 
that faith without works or works without faith is also dead. Um, and in fact, um, you know, I'll move on to this verse now that Elder Bednar mentioned, uh, verses 17 to 18, quote uh, in, in James 2 says this, even so faith, if it have not works, is dead being alone. Yea, a man may say, thou hast faith and I have works. Shew me thy faith without thy works and I'll shew thee, shew thee my faith by my works. It's not saying I'll show my works without my faith. I'll show you my faith with my works by what I do. Uh, and I think that that is a really important thing. In April 1982, in a talk called We Believe in Being Honest, Mark E. Peterson um, said this, quote, Here we come to the point where faith and works meet each other. Here we ask ourselves, do our works verify our faith or do they belie our professions? Do we really do good to all men, as the article of faith says? Honesty, truth, virtue and kindness are hallmarks of true Christianity. If we lack them, we can hardly say that we follow Christ. Was it not James who said, show me my faith without my works and I'll show you about my faith by my works? And did he not say with such crystal clarity that no one need misunderstand, faith, if it have not works, is dead being alone? We agree with him and add that professions of piety without the works of piety are sheer hypocrisy and are dead, even as the body without the spirit is dead. Close quote. Clearly, we, we learn here from these great quotes and the scriptures that, are, that, that kind of fuel these quotes, because these, these are some wonderful verses by James um, slash Jacob. Uh, that, anyway, if you're not quite sure why I said that, then you, you're going to need to listen a couple of episodes back to the first uh, Come Follow Me entry for this week. Um, sorry about that. But yeah, these two well-known verses are so crystal clear. And I think that sometimes people argue that, and I think that some Christians don't really like the book of James. And actually it, it was, it is kind of left out in, in, in past editions of the Bible uh, because it seems to contradict with some of the things that Paul says about works being dead but of course as we know paul is referring to not works in general he's talking about the law of moses in these passages and we can see that in many of his uh, teachings that he's teaching a lot about the law of moses those works being dead and done away with but works in terms of being like our savior are not otherwise why would the savior do them uh, and so it's just a wonderful blessing to know uh, that we can have faith and we know we can have faith if we show it and if we are trying to live uh, the, the life that Christ lived. Uh, yeah, nowhere near the end of this section yet, but I'm going to have to stop there. If there's anything that you've been studying that, that goes along with this, I'd love to hear it, to kind of share in that discussion with you. Please share it at, at MattSRoberts90 on Twitter or email session at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again. <laughs>